0: Okay, Liz, do an intro for us—an
1: intro, music, or talk, or something.
0: You want to hear my my whistle notes? <laughs> we should probably cut that out. That <laughs> sounded more like a dying
1: frog. I like frogs. Anyways, we're back today with four steps to getting a full ride scholarship. Did you know that? And 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 or you could let me do it for you.
0: Yes. Do it the easy way. <laughs> Hire someone to do it for you. Hire Kara for only $9.99. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm saying fake prices here. <laughs> it just comes out. I can't help it.
1: She's always like, do this, this, or that for only 9 No, that's not what I charge. All right. We're going to talk about that today. Let's get into it. in debt, but also afraid I hadn't heard Jesus correctly. Was I studying the wrong thing? Was I completely off track? I felt semi out of control and was spiraling until I learned how to hear from God and follow his direction. He guided me and gave me the stepping stones to pay for college. Scholarships, grants, testing out of classes, and other weird school hacks got me through Debt free, And in this podcast for Christian college girls, you will learn how to find God's path for your college journey and how to graduate with no loans or debt. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and listen in on the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Yup, this is Money and Mental Peace. We are back and wondering if any of you out there have had some concerns that you won't be able to pay for school on your own. Um, so yeah, I mean, my parents were super kind and helpful and that I was able to live at home during college, you know, if I chose to, um, and I, but I like paid for my own like car stuff and uh paid for school and whatnot and so there was really that support but then it wasn't everything covered so I felt like I was kind of in the middle like some people you know were entirely on their own and there was there was no safety net and some people had everything paid for by their parents and in all of those ways there's not like one way is good one way is bad it's just anyone's life situations and so like I feel like I was in the middle, so I kind of get a little bit of both ways. But I do know it was a lot with trying to pay for my own college and didn't know if it was ever even possible. And if you're new here, let me tell you a spoiler. It was possible (laughs) because I ended up learning how to graduate from college debt-free and not only debt-free, but with thousands of dollars left in my bank account when I was done because I um, was able to have like scholarships and grants and Internships and other stuff that I used to pay for college and then the money that I just kept saving I didn't need to use. Um, A big part of that was how to look for and find scholarships as well. And so we're going to talk about some steps to that. But also want to give you a heads up that I, if if you're like, this sounds great, Kara, but I only have so much time in my day and just looking for the scholarships are not my cup of tea. Like, I'll, like, give them to me and I'll apply to them. But, like, I also have to look for them. Ain't nobody got time for that, right? Yeah. So, um, Liz, what do you think they should do instead? I like making Liz say stuff out of nowhere. Call <laughs> 911. No, don't do that. <laughs> Call
0: Kara. Her number is, her email is, all of her information is accessible through your whatever you're listening to this on should have it. 30 minutes, we'll be able to discuss your college plans, and you'll provide me with. What is this? Am I supposed to? It then proceeds. Oh, okay.
1: You could do it. <laughs> I gave her my spiel info to say, and she's like, I'm so confused. It's basically explaining um, if you're interested in, in just hiring me to find scholarships for you instead, uh, we can do a like free discovery call. In 30 minutes, we'll be able to discuss your college plans. You'll provide me with any pertinent information about yourself that will help me find scholarships that fit you specifically, legitimate scholarships that you actually are allowed like can qualify for and allowed to apply to so this conversation is free and you can decide after we talk if you want to hire me to find you the scholarship so if so i'll proceed to find you between like anywhere between ten thousand dollars to thirty thousand dollars in potential scholarships for college depending on which like level you you're interested in and um, this is all based on like your school or your major, or your interests, or sometimes just other general random scholarships that anyone can apply for out in the world, like what's your favorite ice cream flavor? There's like one that's literally the zombie apocalypse scholarship. What would you do if like you had zombie apocalypse and you're at school? Like there's so many like random cool ones out there. I know <laughs> it's it's kind of unique and crazy and fun anyways um and then i'll send them to you via email so i can't guarantee that you'll for sure get these scholarships because you'll need to apply for them and i can't like legally do that in your name i don't want to you know identity theft is not a joke jim so i just wanted to say that but um if you would like i can find the scholarships for you and if you're interested you can go to com slash money and mental peace it's kind of like the word calendar, but it's with the L Y at the end, calendly.com slash money and mental peace. But let's say you're going to look and do some of this yourself because I ain't nothing if I'm not providing some free advice. I don't know if that grammar made any sense, but um, <laughs> Liz is looking at me and laughing. Okay, let me ask you, Lizard Breath. Um, what do you think would be the four steps to getting a full ride scholarship? I cuz that's what we're talking about today. So let let me just say what's like what a college student out there thinks it might be. Um <laughs> be very very
0: smart. <laughs> be very very troubled, but like life life wise, you have to have like a flashy troubled life <laughs> or adversity. Or something, or like you've been to war. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're just really, really smart and you have lots of A's. Or what else did I see? I literally looked at scholarships for the first time the other day. It was probably months ago the other day. But what did, there was like, a lot of them were like, They didn't even have much descriptions. They were just like, call this number. We might have money for you. (laughs) It just sounded suspicious. I don't know what I was looking at. I was probably sleep deprived. But there was also like if you were going into certain medical fields or certain like law fields or certain like special fields, none of which I was going into, Because there was very much like like a break off of like a random profession within a profession. The professions within professions. There was stuff for that. And there was stuff for like... Just not a lot of stuff for me. (laughs) See, if I found the zombie apocalypse once, I might have been tempted to apply. (laughs) Also, my question is, if I'm getting by... should i apply that's a good question
1: do you mean if you're already getting by with scholar with enough money yeah so you don't need to apply for scholarships um but also keep in mind well see i know your situation liz and i'm not sure you'll necessarily have a huge need unless if you go to a really exclusive private school that's uber expensive. But potentially, if you're interested in this and anyone out there listening, even if you have some, like, money for, like, tuition, if you get scholarships that either they send the check directly to you or if it's um, workable for reimbursement from your college, you can get more money even just use it for, like, gas money and other stuff yeah yes you could use it for snacks snacks or whatever like one year yeah one year I um I actually now this was even the Pell Grant at one point I had the Pell Grant on and because I had so many other scholarships when they put the Pell Grant money into my fund at the school there was an overflow so the school gave me a check and so, I used it for gas that semester. So, yes, there's always a potential for more scholarship money that if it's some that can be just like given to you, um, that you can use be above and beyond. Like my cousin, anyone go back and look up one of our episodes that's my cousin won. It's it's something like my cousin won $50,000 or $55,000 with in scholarships um, with four recycled essays. So, meaning he... He would recycle his essays. could keep using it. Liz looks like shocked. <laughs> um, and he not only used that for tuition, but just like to live his life so he didn't have to work. Like he treated applying for scholarships as his work. You look shocked. What's going through your head?
0: We could be jobless. <laughs> we could spend all our time doing school happily and not have to work or do anything or worry. We could just be making 55000 Maybe. Maybe? That's a lot of money. (gasps) Okay. Like, I was like, oh, you know, my Pell Grant covers everything. I don't have to worry about it. But, like, that's a lot of money. (laughs) I would like that. (laughs) I could use it for gas. (sighs) I kind of want scholarships now.
1: Maybe at some point we could do an episode where I walk you through how i would talk to a client about that and i just find some for you as an example and for people to listen what it's like and then we help each other anyways but we're trying to talk about four steps to getting a full ride scholarship or let me do it for you and And they don't don't really involve all the ones that you just said (laughs) Which is interesting that you thought of it as that because I'm thinking legitimate steps like go to this website or apply to this or word it this way or do this. And you were thinking, have these qualities and criteria. And I think that's just interesting how different people think. So I will agree. There are some full-ride scholarships out there that are tuition or uh, GPA-based. And so if you are like school and you're getting... You know, working to get good grades, like I commend you for it. Um, but I don't want you to kill yourself over that, because for example, the full ride scholarship I got, well, it was at my community college, so it was for two years full ride, so it wasn't all the rest of my tuition. But still, it had nothing to do with my GPA. And there are other scholarships out there that sometimes have nothing to do with GPA. So I, I would say try to do school well, but um, don't kill yourself and have terrible mental health and never sleep with a four point because that sounds bad. <laughs> um also you are right, sometimes they relate to certain field and sometimes they do relate to adversity or if you've been in a war. <laughs> I love how you said it like that. But I mean sometimes it really is like like they're like, oh I wanna give a lot of money to people who have been homeless before or a refugee or whatever. And that's good to be helpful, but I like how you said it. It's it's <laughs> It's sparkly troubled. Okay, Tim Hawkins, a comedian. He He's a Christian comedian. And he goes like, I don't really have the best testimony. Like, I wish I was addicted to crack. I have a terrible testimony. So I I know that, like, sometimes people see that and think that because they're like, my testimony is like, I grew up in a Christian home and I learned about Jesus. But, like, honestly, that's still really good. And whether you have had a troubled past, that is great like content to use for, um, applying to scholarships and showing how you've overcome adversity, but also all of you out there who are like, I'm just kind of like in the middle of everything, like middle-class, like my parents don't make enough money to pay for my college, but technically we're above the poverty level. So we don't, I don't get government, government, a lot of government funding, sometimes some, but not like a lot. Like, I don't know. It's sometimes there are people there who are just in the middle. There are still full ride scholarships out there for you. And let me clarify, you don't have to get a full ride like my cousin did with the $55,000 thing. None of that was full ride. It was various scholarships that kind of all worked together to kind of give him full ride in the sense of through scholarships, but not one scholarship that was full ride. Anyways, That was a long explanation, and I'm going to tell you the four steps, but did you want to mention anything based on all that, Liz? She doesn't look like she needs to.
0: College makes me want to have a zombie apocalypse and see what I would actually do, because that would be more fun than college. And then I wouldn't even have to lie on the scholarship for what would you do during the zombie apocalypse. Well, I guess it's not a lie if it's what you think you would do, but if we had an actual zombie apocalypse, then we could all know for sure what we would do and it could be fun.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Help. (laughs) So basically you're saying we need a zombie apocalypse and then the world needs to write itself so that you can write an essay about it and get a full ride scholarship. But see, if that happened to the world, everybody would have had that experience. They probably all would be applying to the scholarship. Anyways, we're kind of we kind of talked along on time. Let me just do these fast, okay? <laughs> My advice is um, yes, there's this prep work ahead. That can be trying to get some good grades, but don't kill yourself over it. And also taking into consideration what you have gone through in life and experienced. Um, And this is basically just like taking stock. What are your grades and do you have transcripts? What are some things you've overcome in life? And they don't have to be hugely, humongously terrible. It can be like, this hard class that you finally got over got through um but also just take note of your skills in the sense of the scholarship i got was actually a choir scholarship that i found out about kind of late in the game it was after the deadline was over and i actually got it because i just personally reached out to the director and was like are there any of these i know the deadlines passed but like are there any scholarships left like Maybe it didn't work or somebody didn't do it. And she's like, actually, yes, somebody's going to a different school and gave it, gave one of them back. Like I would have never known without asking. So I'm just saying that had nothing to do with my grades and nothing to do with my (laughs) shiny troubled past or lack thereof. That was, and honestly, to keep it, I think you had to maintain a 2.5 GPA, which is not as much. On the higher side, you know, so um, they're definitely potential. Okay, so next you need to know about the scholarship iceberg. Have you ever heard of that, Liz? She's mm-hmm. saying no. But everything has an iceberg. Everything. There's a lot of icebergs because you only see some of it and there's so much more beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, So basically, what I'm saying is like this, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so basically, Whenever you get a financial aid award letter from a school, it's usually telling you on the surface level, like what they think you qualify for, but actually, there are usually other applications you gotta go deeper. You can go find applications on your school website for other scholarships. Sometimes then you have to go ask specific department heads or financial aid specifically um, if they know of any. Sometimes there are connections to businesses that do scholarships through your college, but it's not immediately in your school's website. Basically you gotta know the scholarship iceberg and you got to kind of dig or use an ice pick i'm trying to do the analogy (laughs) Uh, go ahead here how how do you know where to go
0: like what department heads and what phones to call and where to submit these applications and who to talk to and like my phone rings with like a lot of rings that are probably scams so
1: i don't answer it most of the time (laughs) Uh, good questions my friend my fellow college student here who's speaking what y'all are thinking okay so first step of taking account of yourself second step of knowing of that iceberg third step is we're gonna go go do it and and ask so okay always start at the at the top the obvious one which is just like financial aid Not only just, like, getting a financial aid award letter, but having a a meeting with a financial aid, like, counselor advisor and saying how serious you are about scholarships and if they, what's the best course of action for you. Um, If you just started college and you're doing a lot of those general prereq classes, then um, you might not know specific department heads, but there's even that you could ask um, even just professors that you know or like you or whatever about all of that Um, but there's also just a school counselor which often can help you set up classes and such and even though they're not quite financial aid so it's the aspect of they know all the money that's out there usually as a school counselor they should know where on the website to go look for scholarships because the idea of them being a school counselor is like um, let's see what classes you should do next and what degree you're going for. You don't have the money for it? Okay, well, check this part on the website. They might not know all of of the points, but they generally have the general places to point to. And then you were talking about, like, phone calls that might be scams and stuff. Ideally, a, a scholarship, if you're applying for a scholarship, you might be giving them your phone number, but also email. And so I understand that scam aspect, if you are getting information from them, it is probably good to make sure it'd be both on on phone or email so it doesn't seem a scam and letting y'all know that they should not be asking you to pay to apply for their scholarship because that sounds wonky already. And they should not be asking you for like your social security number and, and stuff like that. So no, that's that's strange. So it's just finding, you know asking people. And also, if you can muster up the courage to initiate, um, sometimes there's the asking of like, I see this deadline is passed, but it looks perfect for me. Sometimes there are still scholarships available or nobody applied for that one. There's initiating and asking. And then there's the actual applying for the scholarship. That's the number four for the four steps. I just want to recommend anyone listening to be aware of deadlines (laughs) because they can come fast. And then, honestly, applying is, sometimes it's just filling out stuff, but sometimes it's a scholarship essay. And that's where you're employing those things you previously talked about with, like, this is what I overcame, or this is how I've I've gone through, you know, life. But I'm going to give you this, this as the bonus tip, or I guess it's tip number four still, is that you want to stand out compared to other applicants. And a big part of that, yes, is your content. But honestly, just does what you wrote make sense and have good grammar? And I honestly, here's this little tip. A lot of schools have free writing tutors or free writing center. And that's how I used to work in one. And then also they can help you lay out and check not only your essays for your classes, but also for um, scholarships and stuff. So let's reiterate. Number one was like know yourself, your interests, your adversity that can be preparing you to like how to write or what scholarships to look for. And then you're going to look into the scholarship iceberg, (laughs) know how there are different uh, levels and you can go deeper into scholarships and you're going to identify who you need to talk to. And then when you're talking to them, number three is really trying to initiate and seeing if some would work, even if it's like past the deadline. And then number four of actually applying is not only actually apply and try to stand out, but get your stuff proofread and all the things to apply. So, Lizard, what do you think of all that? And then I'm going to make you do the sales pitch of Telling people to hire me if they're interested. I have not coached her on this at all, I promise. I'd just like to give her the mic and see what comes out. I think it shows that you haven't coached me, so maybe we should change that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you would like to... You know, you know when Obi-Wan Kenobi does the thing and he goes... Um, you don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to
1: go home and rethink my well, life.
0: Well, you, you want to consider calling Kara if, if you need her services. because want to consider calling if, Kara. <laughs> you want to consider calling Kara. If, if you don't, then good for you. But if you do, <laughs> you should. You really should. Because maybe it could be the thing that gives you everything you ever wanted and get you where you need to go without all the heartache and struggles and sadness and so you also want to graduate debt-free and kara is the answer (laughs) god made
1: you special (laughs) he loves you very
0: much goodbye
1: Whenever we end a podcast together, she does that from Veggie Tales. But I wasn't done yet, Liz. <laughs> okay, so basically everything that Liz said, and if you are interested, you can read all the details. I already told you a lot of it, mostly, pretty much all, but you can read all the details if you go to com slash money and mental peace. Again, that sounds like calendar, but it's Calendly with L-Y, like musically, yeah. So, Calendly dot com slash money and mental peace and god made you special and he loves you very much goodbye hey girl okay so before you run off to calculus if this podcast has brought you any encouragement would you please write a review on itunes or take a screenshot post it in your insta stories and tag me